Hi, and welcome back to the Beyond Aromatics podcast, brought to you by the National Association for Holistic Aromatherapy. I'm your host, Savannah Rose. You can learn more about Naha by visiting our website at naha.org or by finding us on Facebook at Aromatherapy Community or on Instagram at Beyond Aromatics. All right, enjoy the show. Today we have on special guest Kathy Skipper, here to talk about her latest work on the alchemy of menopause. Kathy Skipper is a French-trained herbalist, aromatherapist, and teacher. She currently lives in Taos, New Mexico, and guides healers and therapists in ways to heal their own wounds and find their personal myth in order to help others. Kathy believes for men and women to embrace the divine feminine within, women need to lead the way. Kathy trained at the Royal Center School of Speech and Drama, where she studied drama, applied theater, and education. She worked in schools and social settings, using drama as the medium for healing. Kathy moved to rural France in her mid-twenties and learned to live in nature, traveling with a horse and cart and living off the land. In 2003, she settled in the southeast of France, farming blueberries, medicinal plants, and making organic wine. At the same time, she trained at the Lyon School of Medicinal Plants, the largest herbal school in Europe. She went on to teach field botany, practical herbalism, and gardening, and aromatherapy at the school, as well as co-authoring the book, Aromatic Medicine, with the director of the school, Patrice de Bonneval. In 2014, Kathy met her husband, Dr. Florian Berkmeyer, and since then, they have founded their own school called Aromanosis. Aromanosis combines aromatherapy, psychology, plant consciousness, spirituality, and personal journeying for healing the whole person. Within the context of this work, Kathy has written a workbook and created an online class called The Alchemy of Menopause, in which she guides women through the alchemical stages of menopause as shamanic and empowering transformative journey. To learn more about Kathy and Florian, please visit their website at www.aromanosis.com. Today I have on Kathy Skipper, and uh, we really appreciate you being here with us today. And she's going to be presenting on the topic of the alchemy of menopause. So, Kathy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, thank you for having me on. So the first question I, I usually like to ask people, um, because I think it's a really good segue into any topic, is how you got started in aromatherapy and uh, your your topic today and what, what drove you towards it to begin with. Well, um, how did I get started with aromatherapy? It was really quite by accident. I trained as a herbalist and um, in France. And aromatherapy was part of the herbalist course. It's, you know, part of the modality of being a herbalist in in France. Um, So I had done some training in aromatherapy, but it wasn't really my area. Um, And I had a herbal garden where I'd get people to come and smell the aromatic plants. So I suppose inadvertently, I was um, very interested in, in how smelt affected people. And then gradually, as I um, carried on my career, I started teaching at the herbal school that I trained in in France. And I was asked to, first of all, translate um, their online program into English, from French into English. And it was an aromatherapy program. So my learning went deeper. And then I um, 
was asked to co-write a book about aromatherapy with um, the director of the school, Patrice de Bonval. And so once again, I found myself um, doing more in terms of aroma. And finally, then I was invited to talk in America um, at some herbal conferences, and they wanted me to bring over small a small um, copper still and distill and talk about aromatics. So really, you know, it just happened. And then finally, I met my husband um, through the world of aromatics, and we took our aromatic work into this new domain that we called aromanosis. So um, how did you find yourself in your, your specialties? I, I know you do the, your, the talk about menopause, but you recently just did a webinar for us about uh, historical trauma. And I just kind of wonder what guided your journey um, into these more specific domains. Well, I think, you know, the way we work with aromanosis is really about self-transformation and deep healing on um you know a, a level that is that touches all parts of our psyche so an emotional spiritual mental uh level and um we use a lot of Jungian concepts and the alchemical stages that Carl Jung proposed as well as a framework it's good to have a framework for this type of work and um we also our own healing journey. So we're wounded healers. So our own healing journey is very much the starting point from where our work comes from. So a sort of amalgamation of all these things. Um, for one, the alchemy of menopause, it made me realize that um, the alchemical stages were perfect with aroma for women in menopause because the woman's body is the alchemical vessel. And um, going back to what you mentioned about the ancestral healing, that too um, was really part of my own healing journey. And I realized that there was a need for it and everybody was starting to do DNA tests. And it, so it was something that I wanted to, to share with others. So really the, the subjects that we work on, we work a lot with trauma and addiction, are from this place of the wounded healer where we feel there's a need in our own lives to develop and heal. And then and we do the work on ourselves and then we bring it out and share it. So diving into today's topic, the alchemy of menopause. And I was wondering if you can kind of start with an explanation of uh, what alchemy is. So the alchemical stages are really the framework which, which a lot of our work fits into. And um, they were really put forward by Carl Jung, who was the only person that noticed that alchemy might have something more to it than just being an archaic form of chemistry. And he spent 30 years um, studying ancient alchemical texts from all over the world um, and looking at the correlation, how different alchemists in different parts of the world were all coming to the same conclusion at the same time. And he realized after much study that what they were actually doing, rather than you know actually managing to turn lead into gold they were projecting an inner process of that the psyche goes through in very much the same way as our other um, systems in our bodies go through different processes such as digestion or circulatory um, the psyche goes through its own process and this was projected outwards onto the material by the alchemist so he was able to sort of um, take each of these stages and look at how they are part of an inner process that the psyche goes through throughout our lives in in um, a desire or a, a pull towards finding balance and wholeness. How are then alchemy and menopause, how can they be related? 
So these stages, there are seven of them, um, are... So the first one is called, for example, calcinacia, which is the heating stage. And it's the stage that any process of transformation really um, needs to go through. For example, if you're cooking an omelette um, and you crack your eggs, you put the salt and pepper, you whip it all up, you maybe put a bit of milk. If you don't heat it, calcination is heating. If you don't heat the omelette, nothing will change. They'll, your cracked eggs will just sit in the bowl. So you need heat begin the process of transformation. And it's the same within the psyche. So there's a heating up. And um, depending on what the work is, it can take different forms. And obviously for women whose bodies are the alchemical vessel, because they're always changing, um, the heating up is represented by the hot flash. So a hot flash, this heat that comes, you know, this wave of heat, women who have experienced hot flashes will say it sort of comes from down below and moves upwards um, and it comes from the earth it's beyond our control it's like the contractions of childbirth we can't decide to have them or not to have them and this heating up is the first stage in the transformative process and this transformative process which is menopause is, is actually like a shamanic initiation it's a process of great empowerment so if women can take back this process of um menopause and decide themselves what it really is you know don't forget women are, are, are living 30 years or more after menopause so um it's an it's a de developmental stage that leads on to something else and it's for women for us to decide what is it leading on to who am i becoming and i believe that these al alchemical stages form a beautiful framework for women to work on their inner journey. And instead of when they're fertile, their their the whole hormonal system and their, their psyche is geared towards um, reproduction, even if women don't have children, their, their, their hormonal system is geared towards that. Whereas um, menopause, it's geared towards birthing something else. And I believe it's birthing the self. So the, the alchemical stages are just a brilliant format to, to enable women to have a structure in which to do this deep initi initiatory work. That's really interesting because it seems like at that point where so many women feel like a time of their life is over, it's a, it's a way to think of it as a time of your life is now just beginning. Exactly. And part of alchemy and part of the work of Carl Jung is um, the unseen or the shadows. And I think um, what we're taught in modern society is that, yes, it, it's the end of the world. Women are no longer powerful, fertile, beautiful, sexy. Um, but the shadow of that, what's unseen in that, and what in a way women are now starting to reclaim is that underneath that is our true power. And I believe that maturity, women's true maturity, the time at which we're really mature, is now. Because... Up till now, our whole, as I said, hormonal systems and our lives and our psyches have been about looking after others, birthing others. Um, and it's at this stage that um, something else happens. And that's um, very exciting. It's about becoming whole and birthing ourselves. And I think you kind of did touch on it, but how is what your perspective and what you're offering different from what's what women are already being told today and what's out there? Well, I think things are changing in the world of uh, menopause, and so they need to. There's a lot out there um, and very good information about how to deal with the changes. I don't want to say symptoms, but how to deal with the changes. Um, there's a lot out there to actually swipe away and think that's not 
useful anymore because you know symptom based um ideas about menopause being more or less a disease and something that we have to stop and um put a halt to and find remedies for um i think that's outdated but there's a lot of good information out there about how to um deal with um these changes and also about the fact that it's an empowering time in a woman's life but i think what i'm hoping that this work brings to the forefront is a structure and with anything it's good to have a framework or a structure to work in and especially when we're working with emotions feelings or belief systems these are more subtle things it's not the physical changes so much as what's happening in our psyches and then we absolutely do need a framework in order for the work not to become woo woo or for it to become unstructured and this framework these alchemical stages create that beautiful framework is something is part of your topic going to go through all of the stages of it exactly i work with women um i've created a workbook i work with them online and i work with them in live classes and the whole process the online class takes 9 months the time to birth ourselves and each month um women are working through um one of the stages so they have an introductory period where they build up to the journey and you know who's taking this journey what do i need on this journey and then the seven months of working through the stages and i would say that what i'm teaching them is the structure however long you know some women take 2 years to go through menopause some women take 10 years and most women take some time in between and so these what i'm giving them are tools in which they can then keep coming back to because these stages like a, like our digestive system we don't stop digesting these stages carry on going and we'll need them and we'll, and they're, they're they're tools that women can come back to and use it's a toolbox i'm i'm providing a toolbox and so what role do essential oils and aromatherapy in general play in this process well aromatherapy and um essential oils are amazing allies let's say in this work in the sense that you know we all know by now that um our sense of scent is different from our other senses and the fact that it doesn't get filtered by the thalamus and um goes straight up to the limbic brain so um it's an unfiltered unedited sense and um this the essential oils work very closely with our unconscious uh minds or what we're holding in the unconscious and really the process of birthing ourselves is to become in alignment with ourselves and to bring the wisdom of our unconscious into the light that's really the, the the aim of the process of the psyche is to be continually digesting or bringing into light um these unknown forces that we call the unconscious and essential oils are amazing at this in different ways and then for women within the different alchemical stages i use the oils to support the stage so for example um one of the stages is called coagulation and it's the reality of being in a physical body it's it has a lot of um aspects to it it's the fact that we might have beautiful ideas and go to a amazing course for a weekend and come back home and think wow i'm really going to change everything i am you know this is all going to change i can see where i'm going and then the reality hits home as you walk through the door and the you know the adolescents have left clothes all over the place as washing <laughs> washing up in the in the bowl nobody's done it the cat's litter hasn't been changed and everything's a nightmare and you come back to life 
Well, that's coagulatio. We are in a physical world, in a physical body, and things, we have these beautiful visions of where we're going, but to integrate them and make them happen, we have to go slowly because we're, we're, we're limited by the fact that we're in a material world. So there are beautiful oils to help us with this. Women, particularly in the time of menopause, the coagulatio is the changing body. How am I going to you know, deal with the fact that my body isn't the same, that I haven't got the same waist as I had, that um, I've put on a bit of weight, that I'm rounder, that I'm this, that I'm that. Um, and so I would go straight away for vetiver, for example, for nurturing and holding someone in the physical body in a way that is gentle, but at the same time supportive. Um, I might use uh, Angelica to help a woman who really feels where she wants to go and has this vision, but is frustrated by the, the, the as I said, the, the limitations of being a physical body. And there, Angelica is about loving ourselves. It's grounding, but at the same time, it helps us little by little, like a ladder to access these other parts of ourselves. So um, that's just one you know, example. Also in coagulatio, the, the the stage of embodiment, there's a lot about women's sexuality in menopause. And, you know, there's a myth that women are no longer really sexual um, during menopause, which I think is a complete and utter myth. I think the journey of a woman in menopause is to be totally true to herself sexually and to say to herself, commit to herself, I will never do anything that doesn't suit me. It might sound selfish, but it's actually very, very important for a woman's journey through menopause and to, to contact that part of her that is wild, that is authentic, and that is true to herself. And then there are lots of beautiful, I mean, I use tuberose a lot for the embodiment of sexuality that comes within this stage and owning my sexuality in a way that suits me. Um, for people that have been traumatized in terms of sexuality, I put tuberose with CBD oil. Um, and that makes a very secure place to enter into that part of our sensuality. So, you know, that's just one stage. Coagulatio, for each stage, there are different oils that I'll bring in depending on what's happening for the woman in that stage. But, you know, without the oils, the work would be a lot slower. They accelerate the work. They create space for the women. They push things forward. They enable the unconscious to come up. Um, and really, the the skill of it is to become familiar with the oils in your toolbox so that whatever's happening for someone, if you're facilitating, um, then you know what to bring up to help shift that along. In, in your work, um, you, you say the essential oils help facilitate. So what other things can women kind of expect to do or expect to learn from you to help them with this process? Is there like, do they change? Do they end up changing a lot of other lifestyle aspects to kind of make it an easier transition for them? Well, as the journey is about self-alignment and birthing the true authentic self, it's a journey. And it's a journey that takes, as I said, between two and 10 years. And within that journey, I think, yes, the realignment, a lot of people find themselves needing to and wanting to change things in their lives so that they're being more honest to themselves and able to be who they really are. Um, so, yes, I think one of the main things, though, that I would say that's important in this work with the oils and with the alchemical stages and that I try to provide both with the online class because we have a very strong, powerful 
um, Facebook group that isn't just for the people doing the online class. It's for any women wanting to join because I wanted to make it open to all the women so that there's a good support network and for women who can't afford the class, who it's not the moment for the class, they're still there. Um, and also in my live classes, this is something that for the whole weekend we really um, develop. And that's the need for women to come together. And studies have been done that show that if women have a good support system or in a circle of women feel supported, listened to, seen by other women, then their experience of menopause is a lot more positive. So really, um, a big part of the work that I'm proposing is that I have created a workbook that people can buy on Amazon, but I also gift it to the people that come to the um, live classes and the people that do the online class get the PDF of the workbook. And the aim is that the workbook is a simplified version of the stages that enables all women who have worked with me to take the work onwards and to work with women themselves in women's circles, red tent circles, uh, women's groups, because the aim is that this work spreads. So um, supporting each other is a very important aspect. And then the changes that happen and the changes that women need to implement um, happen in a way that uh, women feel supported in, if there's a group, if there's a structure in which um, they feel they can talk about what needs to change in their lives. There is something really interesting about the element of community within so many of these networks. I mean, they talk about people who want to lose weight. Some of the best things to do are to join a, a Facebook group with other people that are doing the same diet and stuff. And I, I wonder, you know, how how much of our society, if we're so, it seems like in Western society, we're so kind of all alone and going through things in solitude and um, the kind of collective communities end up doing a lot better and living longer and happier and more fulfilling lives. And I just wonder if that's something you see in your your results as opposed to one-on-one being with women and involving them in that community. Definitely. I mean, um, the power of a group. And what I found now is that the power of the Facebook group was really the first thing that enabled me to see, you know, I facilitate it, but it really the women are running it, that everybody's running it. And then when I went out and started doing the class live, I felt the power of those women and the circle of those women with me. So I wasn't just facilitating the groups on my own. I was facilitating from this group, from this place of, of, of a group and of relationship. And um, I would say that in today's world, what we need more than anything is healthy relationship. And that starts with the relationship with ourselves which is really what the alchemical, um, or the alchemy of menopause is about, it's right relationship with ourselves. It's all, all our work with aromanosis is about right relationship with ourselves, which means not just with ourselves today, but with all aspects of ourselves, so all aspects of the psyche, that's holistic healing. Also with our ancestors, so that's where the ancestral healing comes into. We do quite a lot of stuff on the mother line um, in the menopause work. And then relationship with others. I think it's a vital key to moving forward in the future. I'm curious what other uh, things have you noticed and how have women responded to this work in general? Is it uh, been something that they do find life-changing and uh, are the results typically typically good or what's your take? Definitely. I'm blown away by it. I'm blown away by the fact that when you 
provide women with a, a coherent structure and a group and the oils, how those three things together cr- just allow women to explode into their powerful selves. So um, it's uh, amazing what I've seen and how many women are now taking it out there who are changing things in their lives you know, radically, who are stepping into their power, who are taking the work, the work out there, who are... Um, what's the word, um, blending the work into their own work that they're already doing. Um, it's incredible and it's humbling. But I think because it comes from a place where I needed this work myself, this, the, the first workbook was started from my own journey. So, I, again, it gets back to the wounded healer. It's um, I needed to heal myself and find a way through menopause that was going to be empowering rather than disempowering and um i couldn't have hoped for the for the reaction that i've got from other women and the need for this work so it's just a beautiful journey and also seeing some women who've never had anything to do with essential oils starting to see the power of the oils in working with the psyche and wanting to learn more and then seeing other women that were really only using oils for physical symptoms and uh, you know really opening up into this work of um, the journey of the self towards the self and self-empowerment and becoming our authentic selves. And in a way, we all have to step up. I mean, the world is not in the best um, health at the moment. And I think it's for each of us individually to step up. And one of the things that I would say is that as women arrive at menopause and then see that they might have 30 years left after menopause, uh, it, those 30 years need to be used as, you know, um, a place of a wise elder. We need to become wise elders and to speak our truth and know our truth for ourselves, and then be able to share that with our communities and help our communities to move forward. There's a place for us. There's a place for these women, for all of us. And it's a powerful place. Again, that's the shadow, the shadow of society that wants to keep us down and keep us into these old fuddy ladies that, you know, are bitter because they haven't become themselves. <laughs> Those days are over. And I think it's important for young women to see us step up because young women are also um, badly educated by our systems because there are no rituals for puberty, for motherhood, um, for menopause or very few. And young women have this, Uh, you know, they're trying to bring up the children and they're being forced by this inner um, push, you know, we've got to become in our power now, we've got to do it. And so there's there's this sort of, you know, they're they're overtaken by all they have to do. Whereas I believe that younger women can benefit from this menopausal work and seeing that, yes, it's, it's when we get older that we'll do the inner work and step into our true maturity and power. So at the moment, I can just look after the children. There's no rush. Right. Because it's a, the myth is our power is our sexuality and our youth. That's a myth. It's a, certain part of, it's a certain part of power, but it's not a woman's true power. A woman's true power is to transform her life's experiences into wisdom as she goes through menopause to step into herself and then to say, to say her truth in the world. What age do you think women should start thinking about this? Is there something that someone in their 20s or 30s could be doing now in preparation or to kind of get that mindset aligned? 
I think that's a really good question. I think, you know, women's circles need to include women of all ages. And there may be moments where women at menopause are working in a circle on something specific. But we need to make sure that it's, that regularly we have circles where all ages are within the circle so that and need to honour all the developmental stages of women. And so then rather than menopause being something alien or, you know, this thing that doesn't look much fun in the future, um, women are, young girls are um, familiar with it from a very young age and they feel relaxed with it and they see elder women stepping into a place that isn't the same but is as beautiful. Um, so I think really it's about having, I, you know, today because we're not in the perfect world where we have enough women's circles and we have uh, younger women um, in these circles, yes, I think it's interesting for women of all ages from the age of um, puberty onwards to know what menopause can be and to know that women are now taking it back and taking the language back and taking the experience back. But ultimately, um, I think it would be a great thing for um, it to be just a natural part of a young girl's life. And, you know, that makes me think about aromatherapy and, um, you know, all these aromatherapy is dominated by women. It's mainly a women's thing. And I think um, a lot of those women are, um, not everybody, but a lot of women in aromatherapy are of the age of menopause or around that age. And I think, you know, they've got the oils now. What a beautiful, um, what a beautiful transition to take the oils that they've been learning about and to take it one step further. And really, instead of just looking at the symptoms and the bobos, or I don't know how to say that in English, the sort of little wounds and the things that we're going to heal with the oils, take it one step further and work with the oils as allies, as plant allies on our own deep healing journey. Imagine all those people in Naha and all those people, all those women in the aromatherapy groups starting to transform this work. And so that it would take not themselves, but the oils onto another level. Yeah, I think if there's any um, change in society about the way we view menopause, it'll it'll be from the holistic aromatherapy or holistic healing community yeah. in general. And I I feel like it's such an open environment to express not only the physical changes but the mental and emotional changes with it. It's it's not taboo within our network, and I think that's a wonderful aspect of what we offer in general. Exactly. Exactly. Is there something that even men could gain from um, knowing more about what menopause is? Or is there something that they can gain for themselves um, in knowing the changes that they might also see in their body? Definitely. I mean, I think for a start, um, men who witness, I know that Florian has not just witnessed, but has helped me do this work and has, um, you know, on a physical level, he, he, um, made the workbook possible by doing the layout or the technical stuff. He's really um, helped me on that level, but also by creating space for me, a safe space in which I can do this inner work within my uh, couple, within my home. And um, I think just the fact that men witness women taking back menopause and taking it back, not just in terms of the symptoms, because I don't believe they're symptoms, I think they're changes, um, but taking it back in terms of a powerful transformational um, period in their lives helps men to see women in a different way, 
helps to keep relationships alive, helps to make more of a partnership between men and women today in the world as we move into a new, hopefully new stage in the world's own development. Um, and also what I noticed with Florian is that um, I think it really triggered some deep inner work in himself because men go through these changes. They're less, um, you know, the alchemical vessel, it's less intense because they don't have so many hormonal changes, but they still go through these changes. And I think um, witnessing me and take, sharing my journey, holding my hand, so to say, as I went through it has triggered um, a desire in him. And he's now, um, starting work on creating a sacred masculine group for men. So, yeah, and I think women, we can't expect men to understand women and men to treat women as equals if we don't step into a place ourselves of true empowerment. And part of the work in, in the alchemy of menopause, one of the stages that we look at is our own inner masculine. Because we have what Jung called an animus, and uh, we work with our with the oils and with relationship with our own inner masculine, um, with oils such as galbanum and labdanum, which have a masculine aspect to them, and also help work with the parts of ourselves that we're not so clear about that we can't see. We can only see because we project them. And working with that inner masculine is very important. It's called the sacred marriage. It's it's uh, inner union. And how can we expect men to? understand us and support us and if we don't um work with our own relationship with our own inner masculine i think that's where it begins so i think this work is a starting point for men to take on their own work as well and then that makes a beautiful journey florian and i are working on some future classes um about the sacred union and the couple so um yeah definitely it has an effect on men you guys are on top of it as far as offering so many courses. I think that's super valuable. And I, I definitely find the, um, I, your webinar topic. I was like, I didn't even think this is, I, I never even thought of that being something that would affect me. But after, after listening to your webinar, it really got me reflecting and I'm like, we don't talk about these aspects enough. So I really appreciate all you guys are doing for, um, kind of making, creating these safe spaces for us to, delve into some of these topics that might seem like just hard to hard to break down and break apart. And I'm actually wondering where some of your basis for your research in the alchemy of menopause came from. I know you kind of talked about your own journey, and I wonder if that's really what got you started in creating this course. Well, yeah, let me just go back a few seconds to what you were saying about um, creating a lot of classes in this space. Well, I just want to honor Florian because, um, you know, he's a holistic psychiatrist and um, I think he creates the space, not just within our own work of aromanosis, but within the aromatherapy world for this type of thing to, to, to develop. And I think it's very needed because, as I said, you know, we can't just keep to symptom relief. That if we look at holistic healing and alternative healing, what is holistic is all parts of ourself, and that includes the psyche. And I think the psyche has been abandoned in some ways. The, the you know, spiritual, mental, and emotional part of our healing has been seen as woo-woo or not, you know, it hasn't been 
taken on seriously enough. So I really want to honor Florian for creating the space that has enabled me to do it. And I go back to him a lot asking, um, you know, for feedback and asking for relevant questions about the psyche and about mental ill health, etc. Um, and so the things that have helped me with the alchemy of menopause are, um, as I said, the alchemical stages and Carl Jung's work, um, which Florian introduced me to. And then I, uh, you know, once I found it, it was like, yes, this is, this is a foundation. It, it, I'm not saying that Carl Jung had all the answers, but he, he created a foundation that then other women like Marion Woodman took into a women's realm. Marion Woodman was a, um, uh, a Jungian analyst who died, um, last year, who has done some amazing work. So things like the inner masculine, uh, the shadow, the alchemical stages, um, the anatomy of the psyche. So the structures, the processes, and the framework that we use are really based on uh, Jungian uh, concepts. And um, then obviously the work with the oils is experimental. So we work very closely with um, the oils that we propose um, and we journey with them and um, we work with them on a different level than just book knowledge. And that's why, in fact, we've created a, a website, I, I will mention it, called Kathy's Attars, because we were very frustrated in not being able to find the with this work, you need really high, top quality, energetic, alive oils because we're working with their spirit, their soul. And we were totally frustrated at not being able to find the right material for our work. And so um, we created Kathy's Atars. And when we do find something that's right, we have a platform where people who do our work or follow this type of work can access the right oils without having to just sort of, we hold your hand in a way rather than just um firing off into space and hoping to get something that's worthwhile coming right um and i just want to know uh could you give us examples of maybe two oils um people could see in your course and maybe how you could use them yeah sure well so first of all let me say that we tend not to say this is for that and that's for this because mm -hmm. Everybody is different and everybody's relationship with an oil is like everybody's relationship with people that unique. My relationship with you is unique because you're unique and I'm unique and there's no other two like us. So our relationship is unique. Um, the same goes with the oils. Um, however, having said that, there are certain oils that have a signature or a way of working that we haven't been able to um, find other things that do it as well and we call them the master oils and one that I can share with you is labdanum which is from the cistus um, tree cistus ladanifer and um, labdanum is the sort of resin the exudus that um, comes from the tree it's obvious it's often not really um, steam distilled it's often an absolute because it's a resin but um it's uh, the oil that we would call the master of the shadow. And as I said before, a lot of this work is exposing the parts of ourselves um, that we're not aware of. And some people get scared about that. Oh, I don't want to find out those parts of myself. Or the shadow is scary and dark. Um, no, the shadow is just the parts of ourselves that we can't see, that for some reason or another have been hidden or um that we can't see just like a forest full of trees and the sun shining part of the trees are in the light and the other tree, part of the trees in the shadow. And often I will say, and this comes up a lot in the alchemy of menopause, women's power is often in the shadow. 
as it is globally and collectively in our society, older women's power has been put into the shadow. And what do we see? Older women being um, being mirrored in our society as, you know, past it, dry, ugly, boring, whatever you want. That The shadow of that is actually the power of the older woman. So we work with the shadow a lot in all our work, not just in the menopause work, and we use labdanum. And, uh, I mean, it's this work is hard to explain in words. The best way is to experience it through our classes. But I will say that um, one of the images that I give people when they're working with the shadow, so we get into a relaxed state, maybe I'll drum, and we'll use the labdanum, and I'll ask them to allow the labdanum to lead the way because the labdanum knows what it's doing with the shadow. We sort of switch off our thinking analytical minds and drop deep down. And then one of the things that really helps is to imagine tiny little bottle of bubbles, like bubbles of champagne. So, the, so for example, one aspect of the shadow is releasing cellular memory. Um, that's a big subject, so I can't really go into it now. But, for example, the cells release when they're ready these memories that the body's been holding on to but the mind doesn't know about. And there comes a moment when these memories are, are ready to be released and integrated so we can move forward from them. And so I will um, give the image of these tiny little champagne bubbles as they bubble up in a glass of champagne. It's the same. The cells open, the labdanum helps, and then these little bubbles of uh, information are released by the cells and come up into the conscious mind. And all we have to do is witness. And when they come up, if we're not judging, we're not analyzing, we're not filtering, we're just witnessing, all we need to do is, like a fisherman, is grab them when, as they come up without changing them, without needing to do anything to them. Just grab them. It might be a word. It might be a feeling. It might be a memory. And then we have it. And then we can work with it. Then we can bring in the other parts of our mind and work with it. So labdomen is one of our go-to oils for, for that type of work. And we ask for two oils. Well, the other oil that comes to mind that I mentioned a little bit earlier is um, that I use a lot with women is, well, I took, well, I could use, I, I'll talk about two because I use them together. So it's vetiver and rose attar. So I use them together because I find in a lot of the work with women, there's a need to become embodied a need to be here now in our bodies and to feel safe in our bodies. And vetiver really helps us do that. And it's interesting because vetiver is used now all over the world um, for um, erosion control. So it keeps the earth in one place. The roots keep the earth in one place. And it's fantastic for this. And it does, in a way, the same to us. It roots us. It keeps us safe without sliding off the side of the mountain. It enables us to feel safe, nurtured, and feel good in our bodies. And I use this a lot with rose attar um, because women are often dealing with um, the need to mother themselves, the need to um, allow delicate feelings and feelings that have been repressed and kept down. Um, so the labdanum might bring them up, and then I would use the rose and the, the vetiver to keep the woman safe while she, she acknowledges these feelings and works with them. Yeah, I appreciate that. And um, I we're actually right at our time here. So time just flew by. Um, and I appreciate you talking to me, but I wanted to leave you a few moments to kind of plug your your workshop in and anything else you guys are doing. You guys have a, a lot of, um, you wear a lot of hats and do a lot of things. So please go ahead and share with us anything you want the listeners to know about. 
Okay, well, thanks. That's very kind of you. I just would like them to know that we have an online school and we do live classes and all that information can be found at aromagnosis.com. We have a platform for selling the oils that we work with and that is kathysattars.com. Both those websites, we have interesting newsletters that aren't meant for selling, they're meant for informing. So you can join our newsletters on those websites. I will be teaching the alchemy of menopause in Princeton, New Jersey um, in October, 26th and 27th of October. So um, there's an early bird on that. And you can look on our website in the scheduling or on the live classes um, page for information about um, joining that. The numbers are limited, so it's good to join up soon. I will say that the work that I do with the alchemy of menopause, so women that come to live classes and then people that do the online nine-month journey have possibilities. So the people that come to the live class, I give them the right to use the workbook and to take it out and work with other women in red tent circles, groups, women's groups, etc. Women who do the live online class, which is the in-depth class where we really go into um, the journey deeply, I they get a certificate and that certificate enables them to use all the material. So the material they get during the nine months as well as the workbook and to really take that out and and share that in the world. Um, so that's that. I'm doing other live classes. They're all on our schedule in um, on our website on uh, doing a lot of classes on uh, plants and ancestors and ancestral healing. Um, doing them in Washington and Asheville. Um, and we're off to Brazil. For anybody out there who's in Brazil, we're off to Brazil um, in a few days, in 10 days, I think. We're going to be talking to a conference, working on trauma and addiction. Um, and I'll be teaching the menopause class. So, But everything can be found on our website. And just thank you for having us. It's just a really a good honor to be able to talk about this work. Yeah, I mean, it is truly my pleasure. Everybody's always thanking me, but I'm like, thank you for your time. <laughs> thank you. I think it goes uh, mutual both ways. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't be here if we didn't love this, right? So Exactly. Um, and if you do want to hear more from Kathy uh, or Florian, um, you will you can find the previous webinars. Um, Kathy's on is on using aromas to heal transgenerational and historical trauma. And Florian's was on aromanosis, aromatic shamanism for the future, using aroma to turn life's obstacles into opportunities for growth. Um, the, each of those webinars are free to Naha members, and you can find them on your Naha member page, or they are now $10 in the Naha bookstore, and you'll get a download with a link to the webinar the and the handouts, their um, PowerPoint slides with it as well. So uh, thank you so much, Kathy, and I actually look forward to... Um, speaking to Florian in a week and hopefully we have you guys both at our 2020 conference. I know I've already I know um, that um, Jar in fact I was going to fill it out with Jar definitely wants to come uh, yeah. talk about his thing but I'm not sure that we are going to be able to make it but I know, oh, know. Jar definitely would like to make it so I'll, I'll get him to fill out his form Great. Yes. I, I basically was like, you, you have no choice. <laughs> if yeah. you're going to be around, you have to do it. So, yeah, um, well, if not 2020, then I hope we, we get to see you in 2022, but um, okay. this won't be the last no. time we talk. So thank you so much. And thanks everybody for listening. And we will catch you next time on the Beyond Aromatics podcast. Thank you, Savannah.